0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief, Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today is going to be fun because I'm introducing you to our new, very funny book called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Read, Laugh, Repeat. This is a collection of some of the funniest stories we've published in our 28-year history We've got stories about domestic disasters, marriage, dogs and cats doing crazy things, embarrassing moments, weird family members, senior moments, and what I like to call holiday hiccups. So I've had my own share of holiday hiccups, especially pertaining to cooking. We always used to have a really big crowd for Christmas Eve, somewhere between a dozen or two dozen people, depending on which family members were available. And I loved it, but I wasn't so great at the timing, you know, making sure that everything was ready at the same time. So I usually made a couple of pots of something like stew or spaghetti sauce, something that could sit for a while in a pot and not be so dependent on timing. And a few years ago, I decided that we would have a pasta bar for Christmas Eve. It was a year when we had something like 25 people, and that seemed like an easy way to handle it. So my daughter decided to make a vegetarian pasta sauce, and I made my famous spinach, onions, and sausage sauce. And my daughter happened to take my usual big sauce pot. So then, because I wasn't using the pot that I was accustomed to, I burned the sauce. But I didn't realize it until right before we were serving the dinner. And then when I did, I panicked. And so guess what I did? Exactly the wrong thing. And if you are at any risk of burning your own pot or something or other Listen to what I did wrong so that you won't do it too. So here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to very carefully pour the non-burned sauce out of the pot into another pot, leaving the burned part behind on the bottom. But here's what I did. I stirred the sauce vigorously as if stirring the sauce after the fact would somehow undo the fact that I had forgotten to stir it before. And this was exactly the wrong thing to do because I stirred all the gross burned part on the bottom right into the rest of the sauce. It was horrible. I still feel kind of sick when I think about the burned taste that spread throughout the whole pot. So I had ruined this sauce and we were absolutely depending on it to feed these 25 people. And then my daughter came to the rescue. I don't know how she knew this, but she knew that a good trick for covering up the burned taste and smell is to pour in some maple syrup. So, I served my burned sauce diluted with maple syrup, and I didn't say a word to anyone because I really didn't know what else to do. And people loved it. My brother in law came back for seconds and asked me how I made it. No one could tell that I had ruined the dinner. Well, one of our regular writers, Gail Malsby Morris, has a great tale about the day that she ruined Christmas dinner, and I burst out laughing when I read it. Her story is called No Need for Carving. And it's about the first time that Gail, who was a new bride, made a whole Christmas dinner by herself. She wanted to impress her new in laws. So she called her mom for advice and she took copious notes about the ingredients and the recipes and the timing. And she planned every single thing down to the minute. She was so organized. And Christmas Day came and everything was going perfectly. The air smelled like this perfect pumpkin pie that she had made, and the table was beautifully set. Everything was going exactly as planned. The turkey was in the oven, the stuffing was made, the yams were ready. Gail was very pleased with herself for pulling this off. She was in the living room, chatting with guests, really relaxed and relieved. When there was a loud bang and everyone jumped, it sounded like a gunshot, but it came from the kitchen. They all headed into the kitchen, but everything looked fine. The kitchen was clean, all the dishes were waiting to be warmed up and served. So they shrugged it off, but since they were in the kitchen, Gail said she might as well baste the turkey again. Well, she opened the oven and she found a massacre. There were pieces of turkey everywhere, on the inside of the door, on the sides of the oven, and in the stuffing and yams that were in there with the turkey. That turkey had exploded into a hundred pieces. Everyone stared in absolute shocked silence. And then Gail burst out laughing, and thus everyone else could follow her lead. They gathered all their turkey pieces onto a platter and they went ahead and had their turkey dinner anyway. Everyone said that it was delicious and they all agreed that exploded turkey tastes just as good as carved turkey. And the side benefit for Gail, she never had to make a turkey again for a family event because no one lets her near the oven. Now, here's another dinner party disaster story that had me laughing hysterically. It's by Heidi Allen, and it's called A Plague of Joy. It was a Friday, and Heidi and her husband were having people over for dinner, but her husband had to stay late at work. So she was stuck with getting everything ready by herself, and she still had to pick up her sons from school and do errands and get the house ready. The boys were not too happy about being picked up from school and forced to drive around with her doing errands, but she partly redeemed herself by letting them out a stop after she got everything for the dinner party. They stopped at the pet store to pick up crickets for the boys' lizards. When they got home, they only had 45 minutes before the guests were going to arrive, so Heidi started barking out orders, trying to get the boys to help her but first the boys were focused on pouring 100 live crickets from the plastic bag into the top of their little cricket keeper contraption. Maybe the boys were hurrying too much because Heidi was in a frenzy of getting ready, but the next time she looked up, there were 100 crickets hopping around in the kitchen. She screamed and jumped onto a chair and started yelling, but then she says, the most amazing thing happened. As I watched my two sweet boys try frantically to capture the crickets, it felt like time slowed down and I saw the situation clearly for the first time. They were running around like lunatics, screaming with laughter. It was pure joy and it was an amazing thing to watch. Heidi realized that she had a choice. She could continue feeling angry or she could let go and enjoy this ridiculous moment for what it was. So she chose Joy, and she started chasing the crickets with the boys. Every time they caught one and tried to put it in the box, another one would jump out. It was like a comedy routine. Somehow, they ended up catching most of the crickets, and they got ready in time for their guests, and no one would have been the wiser except for the occasional chirping they heard during dinner from the crickets that were still on the loose. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Read, Laugh, Repeat. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and the useful advice it contains. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Target, and Amazon. If you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, You can sign up for our daily newsletter. You will get a free story in your email every day. Just head to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign up option. You can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. Come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from our book about self-care and balance and making me time with some tips about how you can and should Ask for help from the people closest to you when you're overwhelmed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.